Hi, Greg. What's up, Ron? You were on. Uh, you were on a no, a do not disturb, and I uh, didn't know if if that truly meant what you wanted it to mean, or uh, if you were just uh, wanting for other people to not contact you. Yeah, I wanted other people to not contact me. I always want you to contact me. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, I just wanted to start off real quick because I know... I know that the title of the show is Eat a Bag of Dicks. And there is not a lot of... uh, Not a lot of times when we are talking positively on the show uh but um i just wanted to say that um like i i virtually anything could happen i i feel and no matter what there would never be a situation under which i would require paul rudd to eat a bag of dicks the man is just such a fucking gem. That would be hard for me to come up with a situation in which I would think that Paul would shoot a bag of dicks. Absolutely. Like, he's, he's like the exception to everything. Right. Uh, he's just... Uh, definitely my man crush, for sure. I mean, second to you, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't blame you for that. I mean, you know, my second is David Tennant, so. Uh-huh, yeah. We're not, you know. <laughs> That's my, my celebrity cheat, uh, cheat sheet there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was just, uh, it was really, really nice to, see something on the internet that uh did did not make me want to immediately blow my brains out yeah you know uh and and i mean he's got a point wear your fucking mask (laughs) yeah it's it's not even it's not even that hard of a concept it's good it's good so yeah, for any of our um, six listeners over in Ireland that are listening right now, um, it's a shit show here in the U.S., uh, but what we're talking about is a video on YouTube, uh, Paul Rudd partnered with the state of New York to uh, talk to the young people about wearing their mask, and then at the end it just breaks down completely and just... Wait a minute, what? what? I, I feel like the answer is if you, A, if you don't know who Paul Rudd is, eat a bag of dicks. But second, if you don't know who Paul Rudd is, okay, Google him, grab some lube, and, uh, you know, do your thing. This is the top result. <laughs> oh, what, what was the top result that was going on in the background there? So I, so I said Google in front of an Android. Oh, that, yep, that'll uh, happen. And apparently the top result is Instagram. Okay. 
right. So I don't know what it thought I was trying to search for, uh, but it's not an Instagram of Paul Rudd. <laughs> so I don't care. All right. So you're telling me that the Google Assistant is about as smart as, uh, as Siri. Uh, Siri's a dumb bitch. <laughs> We're just going to put that out there right now. Yeah, Next that's time true. Siri tells me to cut across five lanes of traffic uh, to make the exit. No. Well, you don't got to worry about that now. There's no traffic on the road. But you know what, though? So you were you were talking about Ireland, mm-hmm. and this this made me think. You know who really needs to eat a bag of dicks? Oh, please tell me. I mean, because just to be clear, we can't have more than like three minutes of positivity on the show, so we got to get right back in. Oh God, no! (laughs) Eating bags of dicks. You know who needs to eat a bag of dicks is fucking England. Oh, okay. Who needs the bag of dicks? Look, so don't ask me what weird logic led me down this trip but there are 195 countries in the world you know how many of those england has invaded Uh, honestly i don't but i'm gonna say that it's uh probably right around triple digits 173 oh my god wow so here's a country right that just, they go around fucking invading everyone, apparently. Uh, you know, they they invade and invade and invade and invade. And here we are, begging to be invaded. And where the fuck are they? Where the fuck is England? I mean, I don't I'm know. I'm ready to go back to being a British colony. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, is it one of those, like, once you get pushed out, you can't come back in type of a scenario? Like, are they just not going to press their luck? No one, we didn't get our hands stamped at the door. There's no re-entry. Right. I, I mean, <laughs> yep. You're gone. Can't come in. You gotta. You have to repay admission all over again. I mean, if there was ever a time that England would be justified in invading a country, this is fucking it right here. Yeah, this is it. I agree. Um, things could not. They they really could not be more ripe for the potential of a, a, a hostile takeover, whether that's from uh, England or others, whatever. I mean, you have so many of these, uh, these inbred gun toting Confederate flag waving Hicks that would be more than willing to hop up on the front lines and just get, completely mowed down you know that i i think it would be perfect i mean you know i i look at it and i think 
okay, I can kind of see it from Britain's side. I mean, we don't have any oil, really, right? I mean, I guess Texas, but, you know, we're not like a huge oil exporter. We're not, you know, uh, the Middle East or anything. We don't really have a lot in the way of uh, useful resources. You know, I mean, what do we got? We've got the monopoly on guns, obesity, and rednecks. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I, I guess I get that. But on the other hand, I mean, fucking come on. Help us out here. Yeah, at this point, it uh, it would probably be a step up. Really? I don't... There's no probably. <laughs> there's only absolutes. Oh, wait, wait. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I forgot. I mean, if if my choices are uh, the Queen of England or the Queen Lindsey Graham, uh, I know which one I pick. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, they're really the one of the unfortunate things about the last four years has been uh, the sharp decline in Lindsey Graham bashing. Uh, just simply because there's so many other facets of this administration to to bash. That's true. I, I mean, there are days when it's just it's exhausting just thinking about all of the people that need to be mocked on a given day. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, half of the Senate, at least, well, more than half of the Senate, because otherwise we could have impeached, you know, removed the fucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think about your... You know, you get into the house and you think about Matt Gates, right? There's never a day that Matt Gates doesn't need to be made fun of. We need to we need to have like a a special line, a a, a queue of people that you know. I I think the the pretense of this show started off pretty innocuously that. You know, there's a lot of stupid shit going on and a lot of people around that really need to to eat a bag of dicks. But th- there was this this conversation that happened very early on. I don't remember if it was I mean, it may have even been part of episode one. I don't remember. But, you know, in in the early days of this episode about, you know, shooting Trump directly into the sun and and I think that there is a line directly behind Trump that, um, you know, would include probably Pence, probably McConnell, uh, Matt Gates for sure, and and that's a part of what you know prompted this in my head. But that the, basically they are the next ones to get shot off into the sun after that, like. I feel like Susan Collins has to be pretty far up there. You know, yeah, she's just... She's always been uh, one of those, to me, that is just... You know, is is it worse to continue to try and... To try and toe that line and and 
support him but not really support him type of thing, right? Versus right. I, either, either go full Nazi or don't, you know? Right, right. And, like, the... Um, um, the I forget the, the name of the lady from Georgia who's basically running on a QAnon platform, right? Where she's just, like, completely crazy and she's going for the House of Representatives. And let's be honest, it will probably win and and be elected in November, right? But you, you have the ones that are just so batshit crazy. And... But you have the ones that that try and 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 run the the middle, and you know someone like Susan Collins, I I feel like is even in a way more dangerous because no matter what, like the the psychos who come out and just flat out support Trump and will you know lick his asshole at the first possible convenience are one thing right like they're just they're out there they're labeled and there's no turning back but the ones that are still trying to hold on to the threads of the former republican party while still not incurring the wrath of trump um those those are a different breed altogether they are um I don't – I mean, they're just cowards is, is all there is to it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the, the reality is if you're a Republican, you're a Nazi. And you either own that or you're too much of a coward to own it. Uh-huh. Okay. I just – that's it. That's it's, – it's that simple. That's – I don't – there That's is pro- no legitimate cause to be a Republican anymore, like, unless you are just full-out Nazi and all you want to do is just, like, start killing black people, you know? that Like, that's it. That's their entire platform now. Yeah, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty straightforward way of breaking it down. I mean, really, what is the Republican platform at this point? You're okay with killing black people. You're okay with raping children. Uh, you're okay with raping anything, really. I mean, rape, go rape crazy. No one cares if you're a Republican, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're, like, it's just, this, this, is, this is the Republican Party right here. Uh-huh. Well, and, and as it was last episode or a couple episodes ago, I, you know, I firmly believe, especially after the mockery of what supposedly the RNC was, that the Republican Party no longer exists. No, I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's nice dead. To see them just fully drop the pretense. I mean... Because they, they were, let's face it, they were always this, right? I mean, it's not like something well, is... I mean... The only thing that's changed is that Trump is stupid enough to say the quiet part out loud. 
I, I think that that is true to an extent, for sure. Uh, I, I think your statement of this is what they've always been, uh, that part of it is is definitely true to an extent. But if you go back to especially you know Reagan and the Bushes um, but even as far back as Nixon uh, rolling forward into Ford the the shift to the conservative ideals has been happening for decades upon decades right and and the part that i agree with is that you know displacing and illegitimizing and purposefully holding back minorities in particular was disguised in so many different ways of not being able to get loans for homes or loans for school or being, you know, um, being treated differently. I, I mean, anywhere in general, but you think about things like the military and, you know, other things like that. All, But it, it was all done with with kind of a veil right and that and that's the part where like what you said in that trump you know decides to speak the quiet parts out loud um you're you're absolutely right there that the difference was there there did used to at least be somewhat of a political and social philosophy there in addition to these other things right like so what what you're saying is correct to agree that reaganomics was anything other than exactly what they're trying to do now sure um i mean if we're really face reality if you want to go back to the last republican that had any integrity it was lincoln sure (laughs) and that was you know when when they were the progressive party right and oh how the times have changed it's just been it's been all downhill since then Mm um yeah no, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I feel like before there was at least there was at least an attempt to have some sort of um, I, I, I don't want to say idealism because that usually is pointing towards the future, right? But th- there was at least some sort of identity that wasn't 
100% just Nazism, I guess. See, I guess I don't know that that's the case. I mean, I think certainly uh, going back to Reagan, right, the, the appeal was, you know, the appeal for rich people was, you know, I'm going to get mine and fuck you. And the appeal uh, that to get them into office was, uh, you know, the racism and hatred of everyone else. Uh, and that's, you know, that's what got them into office and, and allowed them to, uh, you know, just be rich white people who were like, fuck you. You know, I mean, I don't think, well, I mean, I guess I can't speak to Reagan being racist or not other than he totally was, but, um, Like, I, I can't I can't speak to whether he was or wasn't or was or wasn't, but he totally was. But I think that he cared far more about how much money he could get out of a situation than the color of anyone's skin. And I think most of the people right in in uh, a higher situation, uh, you know, they're they're opportunists, right? They're mm-hmm. they're vultures that circle around and and literally just they they live on the decay of the american dream right they they circle around and they there's this corpse of america that they just keep picking at mm-hmm. um you know and and eventually all that's left is bones eventually all that's left is trump that's basically yeah. what it comes down to I mean, I guess, you know, they probably, at least if I was a vulture, you know, you don't eat the bones and, and you don't eat the the intestines that are full of shit. And <laughs> that's that's Trump right there. That's what's left. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mitch McConnell is the bones and Trump is the, uh, the intestine full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trump is the intestine and basically... Matt Gates is the shit that's streaming through them. But uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh it's it's fun times all around and it, it every day that we get closer and closer to November 3rd uh i get more and more worried about what this outcome is going to be <clears throat> oh man not a day goes by that i don't think about like when this is when this is all over when when november 4th happens what countries are going to be willing to like Grant me political asylum. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're, you know, we're fucked right now as it is. We can't go anywhere because of fucking COVID. So, right. um, you know, we better Especially just... Especially Florida. Fuck. Oh, I mean, we, we better just get on 
a barge right now and start the quarantine. And by the time that November comes around, it will have been more than enough time to make sure that we're good to go. And, uh, yeah, land somewhere and hope for the best. And then they'll let us in and they'll be like, you know what? Your college degree means nothing because you got it in America. (laughs) And that's like a third grade education here. So... (laughs) Oh, it's funny because it's true. (sighs) Yeah, I hear Argentina is nice this time of year. You know, we try to get on the boat to England and they're like, yeah, you know, the thing is, we've got this uh, uh, health care system over here that you guys always bash for being the socialist health care system. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing is, we're not going to take you because we don't want your fucking heart disease and obesity. Like, yeah. Well, especially coming from the two of us. I mean, that, you know, I mean, we're we're right in that bell curve. Plenty obese to fit right into American society. Oh, and I'm going to need a new liver sooner rather than later. So <laughs> Every time I think of Trump, I take a shot. and Most days I can't stand up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. And that was before the alcohol, too. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling I keep telling my wife I can do my job from anywhere, you know, as long as there's internet access. Right? I can do my job. I don't I don't need to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's just good times all around. I mean, it's not like I haven't presented plenty of perfectly viable options for us to uh remedy the situations that we have here. Yeah. Like Elon Musk won't give me a rocket. No one's on board with just, you know, seceding from the South. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. if people aren't going to listen, what do I do? I can't, I can't fix everything myself. I guess I just got to go somewhere where people make sense. Well, and to be fair, um, I do... I do recall being on on your side as far as, um, it, you know, like just let the civil war happen and and let the rednecks take their shit and run with it. But I think the way that you presented it in the episode when we talked about it was that you wanted to let the South secede because. I think that there's no, no, no. Let let me let me be clear oh, right okay. here. Okay. I do not want to let the South secede. Okay. I want the North to secede. Okay. I want the North to walk away and just let the South rot. Uh huh. All right. All right. Yeah. See that <clears throat> that I think you're gonna have a much harder time trying to gain support for rather than just like let them go right like let the south secede do what the fuck they want right 
because when right. when you take up that initiative, then you're you're the one that didn't want to make it work, right? Right. Well, I am the one that doesn't want to make it work. <laughs> fucking blubber around. <laughs> All right. So just let him go. Let let fucking Mama June die of her foot disease or whatever the fuck. I don't care. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo can, you know, fucking starve to death in a in a McDonald's parking lot and <laughs> we can move on with life. Oh no. This episode of Eat a Bag of Dicks is brought to you by, well, us. Hi everybody, it's Ron here. Look, getting a new show up and off the ground is not easy. We don't have any real sponsors at this point, but still doesn't hurt to throw in a little shameless self-promotion. Greg and I have no plan to kid ourselves into turning this stuff into a full-time gig, but there are still costs associated with getting this podcast and the other stuff we're going to do off the ground. Wait, what's that you say, Ron? Other stuff? You bet your sweet ass there's going to be more. But at this point, you can interact with us on most of the different media platforms at Eat a Bag Podcast. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. We have a dedicated subreddit, a Discord, eatabagpodcast.com or plain old email eatabagpodcast at gmail.com and for those of you that are the most generous of all we've set up a patreon at patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast to help support the costs of hosting and publishing the show and the other stuff coming in the future too of course once again that's patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast thanks again to well us for sponsoring our own show. Now, back to it. Ah! Poor Honey Boo Boo. I'm not, I'm not trying to be the kind of person that's like, you know, uh, I, I'm not trying to be the kind of person that is like like supporting a, a class warfare or anything of, of like, uh, people with a certain level of education over other people or something like, I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I am saying is that there are people that are just fucking stupid. And I don't think that we should have to suffer because of them. Mm-hmm. If they want to do dumb shit, and they want to do dumb shit so bad that they are willing to like try to go on their own for it because they're dumb enough to think that that will work out for them. You know, it's it's like it's like when your kid comes to you and says, "I hate you. I'm leaving." You know, you don't you don't chase them down and say, "Come back, come back, whatever," right? You let them go out. Uh, and they decide that, you know, they realize that they're not going to get anywhere and they sit in the backyard for a couple hours and then they come back in the house because they realize that they're being a fucking idiot mm-hmm. and it's really not that bad. All you did was say you can't play switch, you know, <laughs> uh, all, all we're saying, all we're saying is, you know, like, no, you are not allowed to cosplay as a Nazi and, uh, you know, 
Like, just stop being a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. We're not, I don't feel like we're asking that much. Yeah, I don't either. I I really don't. But for but I'm, some I'm reason. I'm tired of dragging that around. Uh, you know, like, really, 200 fucking years ago, this issue should have been solved. You know, the the Civil War is over, the South lost, and instead instead of dealing with them, we just said, okay, come on back now. Uh, and, and we went that route when really what we should have done is paved the entire fucking place and turned it into a parking lot for the rest of us. Just get it over with, you know, uh, these people, they can't be reasoned with. They're, they're not worth arguing with. I mean... Like the the Trump campaign right now is trying to argue about Biden's response to coronavirus. <laughs> what the fuck does that matter? Is he the president? No. Is Hillary Clinton the president? No. Is fucking Obama the president? No. Like they and and the other but the person who should have done something about it. Yeah, and and the other part about it is that you know, you you could even if if you wanted to stretch the you you're just your wildest imagination, right? And and let's say that we're in, in a different scenario where uh where Bernie has the nomination in, instead of Biden, right? And so we're exiting the darkest timeline. Right. Right. But even you, you throw him into the mix or you throw some of the, the, the other candidates who were, who were in the race, right. Whether it's Booker or whether it's uh, Klobuchar, right. Like these are all people that are, in office right now, those those three in particular in the Senate, you had a couple of different governors running, things like that, right? But the the three people that you just mentioned, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, what public office have they been holding over the last four years? Exactly. <laughs> And so when when you are contorting yourself around defacing I mean don't get me wrong public figures right once once you've been in the oval office or you've been married to a guy who cheated on you in the oval office like you you will forever be somewhat of a public figure Right, but sure. Neither one of neither not none of those three people have had anything at all to do with the disaster that has been the last four years. 
They haven't even been in any sort of office that could allow them to even potentially be in contact. So it just... It it never ceases to amaze me. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not a guy who's excited for for President Biden. I mean, no, and know, I'm I'm not either. I I mean, other than being excited about getting uh, Trump out of there, like I'm not particularly uh, looking forward to a Biden presidency. No. Um, but literally anyone. I mean, anyone. Like, I could find some random dude on the street and he would be better than Trump. Mm-hmm. I could I could go to the Big Brother house and find three people better than Trump to run this country. <laughs> uh, just hopefully you don't choose one of the 13 that's worse than Trump to run the country. Was there how many people are on Big Brother? I, I don't know. I just threw sixteen oh, out I there. Don't. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. I. I so I will tell you that I have never. I'll, I'll say honestly, watched an episode of Big Brother. Um, I've nope, I've caught either. bits and pieces here and there because you know the wife watches it and whatever. Yep. But. But. Uh, it is such a fucking dumb show. Well, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, I uh, mean, all of these quote reality TV shows, right? Well, they, they, what's wrong with the country? Like, I, as far as I'm concerned, what was the first one? Maybe The Big Apprentice Brother Factor, something like that. Whatever one was first, like that, whoever produce that whoever came up with that like those people should be fucking just strung up and made an example uh for the rest of the world to never ever fucking do this uh yeah time machine go back and and take out the first person that uh came up with the first reality tv show i'm just saying it's it's if it wasn't for reality tv we wouldn't have a reality tv star president yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. I mean, and it's it's even more of a direct link than, you know, like you can make the argument about, uh, you know, if you went back and stopped the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, would that have stopped World War One or not? Right. Right. Or you can make that argument. But yeah. there is literally no argument. Like if you stop reality TV, you stop Trump. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's as the kids would say, maybe, uh, maybe a little more savage, um, because any time that I think about any sort of time travel and attempting to resolve the timeline, um, the the only thing that I can think of is uh, the the scene in Endgame when they're talking about going back in time and Rhodey's like, well, 
why don't we just go back in time and find baby Thanos and, you know, and he puts the choke symbol around his neck. Mm-hmm. And first of all, in, in Endgame's explanation of of time travel, that it wouldn't work that way. But in in the traditional way of things, uh, you know, a la Back to the Future or something like that, I'm I'm totally fine with going back and just offing baby Donald. Like that would be totally fine with me. Not that I don't think not that I don't think that getting a time machine and going back and killing Fred Trump would be a good thing. Um because I Oh so so you're not even you're not even going to kill baby Donald. You're just going to kill Fred. Oh no, no, no. You you want to make sure that that someone's out of the picture, right? You you get rid of the nutsack that created him. Uh, but not that I don't think that's a good idea. Um, but I think I've been uh, pretty explicit on my views on uh, time travel, which is the universe doesn't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Universe- doesn't give a fuck what I do. It doesn't care. It's not back to the future. It's not alternate timelines. It just doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. If I go back and kill Fred Trump, it doesn't change anything. Maybe it makes me feel a little better, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't change anything mm-hmm. because Donald mm-hmm. Trump is still in my future yeah. or past mm-hmm. or past. And at that point, it just becomes confusing, and the universe is like, you know what? I'm not even going to try and fix this. That's why it doesn't fix it now. (laughs) Look, if there was... If time travel happened, if it was possible, you cannot tell me that someone wouldn't have already gone back in time and killed Fred Trump. Uh It's just I I refuse to accept that that wouldn't have happened. Uh-huh. Just like I refuse to accept that they wouldn't have gone back in time and killed Hitler, right? Right. So that leaves us with two possibilities. Time travel is impossible or the universe doesn't fucking care what you do. I'm I'm still willing to uh, I, I'm still willing to leave one more possibility on the table uh, because I, I I do definitely agree with both and uh, being somebody who has long for a very long time it fantasized the the whimsical nature of uh just the future in general and growing up on you know star trek shows where you know you're imagining a a future where everything is better and and anything is possible that really grounded in reality uh, no of course it's not um, but if it was, 
yeah, you're right. Probably the the universe doesn't care. But the the one that the the sci-fi background in me still wants to cling on to <laughs> cling on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one that I still want to believe is true or or at, at least a, a possibility that's out there even though I understand the remoteness of it is that going back in time and killing Hitler stopping the assassination of the Archduke uh, killing Trump killing Fred Trump killing Donald Trump like whoever right like there's still a part of me that thinks, okay, time travel is possible. Somebody goes back and does that or, or attempts to do it, but then because, you know, because of the, the butterfly effect or whatever you want to call it, right, failing or, or killing Hitler before the decimation of six million Jews takes place in an event that some fucking idiots still believe is made up. Um, Roll tie. Yeah. God. (laughs) Removing Hitler from the equation then introduces something even worse. Right. And so then you're stuck with that paradox of where you have to go back and undo. And then, um, it's it's I okay I have you ever seen the the Family Guy episode where where Stewie and Brian are cheering that yay nine eleven happened have you ever seen that one I don't believe I have okay the and actually the the only reason that I watched it was because it it at the time that it came out you know there was this. It, it, big disturbance about it, right? Because Brian and Stewie high five um the fact that 9/11 happened, right? But and and they even say like in the course of the dialogue like they high five and they go yay, 9/11 happened or whatever. And then like Stewie has one of those kind of like fourth wall breaking like look at the camera whatever like wow, taken out of context that that's going to seem really bad. Or something like that, right? Like, they're, they're playing it up the whole time. But the whole pr- the premise of the entire show is that Brian gets a bug up his ass um, because he has this opportunity going back in time. They, they travel back to, like, the first episode of Family Guy, right? And that was in, like, 99 or something. And so he's like, wait a minute. This this is this is the like the first episode or whatever. He's like, I I can stop nine eleven. So then, you know, he gets on one of the planes, he takes out the hijackers, he lets them know about it, you know, whatever, stops nine eleven from happening. Right? But basically what that does is it leads to this chain of events where, you know, Bush and Cheney try to like forcefully take oil from Iraq and then nukes start flying, right? And it ends up being a nuclear holocaust. And so in order for them to set things right, they have to go back again to stop their former selves from 
stopping 9-11, and they basically have to make 9-11 happen again so that the Holocaust doesn't happen, right? And so I still leave this this tiny shred of hope that that it it still could be possible, right? But so somebody you, taking well, out Hitler before... Let me get you are yep, on as saying that you you are on record as saying that you are pro Holocaust. Wow. Wow. That's that because that's, that's what I'm hearing here. Uh huh. You pro Holocaust because you think if you stopped it, it would be worse. I am really convinced that all of this twisting and turning inside of your head of <laughs> wanting the Republican Party to come around to your set of ideals, you, you've just you, you've flipped the curve and you've gone completely to the other side. See? Um, because honestly, honestly, I just had like a like a terrible flashback moment of talking to my father. Like <laughs> that is exactly the type of thing that he would do to flip that shit around. So so let me let me say here. First off, I know Ron, he is very much not pro Holocaust. <laughs> Um, very much not. Very much not pro Holocaust. Um, and and I jest. Um, I know. I know. But but when I think about it, let's say you go back in time and you stop the Holocaust, and by stopping the Holocaust, you cause some kind of nuclear annihilation that wipes out the human race. Is that really worse? <laughs> and I to mean, touch on your other point. And knowing right? what it leads to, what, some 75 years later, you know, removed from it? Uh, no, I, I don't think that that's actually such a bad thing. And, and touching on your other point, I definitely do not want Republicans to come around to my side of seeing things. No. <laughs> I want them to go the fuck away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't I am under no delusion that anything I say or do will ever change Mitch McConnell's mind. I don't mm -hmm. want to change his mind. I want to see his mind smeared across some pavement. Wow. <laughs> okay. Look, there are very few people in the history of the world that you can honestly look at and you can say, if something terrible happened to this person, mm -hmm. uh, literally no rational human being would care. Yeah. 
Hitler's one of them. Mitch McConnell's another one. <laughs> Donald Trump is another one. Yeah. Matt Gates is another one. Yep. The problem is, is that we've got this concentration of them all right now. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, I mean, we're, we're talking a, you know, 1940 Germany concentration of these people happening in America right now. Yep. And no, I, I don't, I don't think that I will ever convince these people to come around to my way of thinking because I think in all honesty, they know exactly what they're doing. They, I, I do not make the mistake of thinking that Mitch McConnell is stupid. I think that he's evil and I think that he's willing to do or say anything that he has to in the pursuit of his goals, but I don't think he's stupid. No, I, I, I don't either in, in the same way that I think that I, I think that Trump is also in that same camp of knowing what he's doing. I think there's a different level of impairment there. No, Trump knows what he's doing. He also only has like a second grade education. Well, that and, you know, over the last 18 months or so and and the health decline and I am very much convinced that he did suffer a series of mini strokes and that it it, it has gotten worse. I feel like that should be the, si- the title of his sex tape. <laughs> strokes, the Donald Trump sex tape. <laughs> uh, but uh, it he always knew what what he was doing and and I've said this before so it, this this won't be the first time that I've said it and it certainly won't be the last that Trump is not in any way book smart but he is incredibly street smart, right? And he is savvy in the art of the con. See, because I don't that think it's either. No, but, but he is, though, because being a confidence man doesn't have anything to do... Well, I shouldn't say it doesn't have anything to do, but it has so much less to do with your actual intellect as it does with your street smarts and being able to play to the lowest common denominator, right? And get the most people on your side. See, I don't, I I would not describe Donald J. Trump as someone who is street smart. I would describe him as someone who 
is smart enough to know that he either does what he's told or he's expendable. He's okay. uh, he's a useful idiot, is what he is. Sure, but I don't know. I I just I don't see him being the useful idiot in the way that Bush was, right? Like oh, no, he no. Bush was completely like 100% the puppet with everybody else behind the scenes pulling the strings. Right. Where I feel that Trump is is not anywhere near that at all. Like I I feel that there have been some moments and some things that have have come out that he maybe wanted to do this or do that right but bannon pulled him in one direction or mnuchin pulled him in a direction or you know fucking pussy face mclips married to ivanka pulled him in another direction right like uh you know i i do definitely feel like some of that is going on but i feel like for the most part though He's still really the one leading the show. Well, I think I think what happened, uh, what had happened is <laughs> um, the Republican Party struck gold with their uh, capital G plan, is what I call it. Capital uh, G plan. Capital G came in. And he was, uh, I, I mean, how do you describe GW? He, he was a product of the Republican education system, mm-hmm. right? He was everything that they could ever need. Uh, someone who is dumber than a fucking postage stamp and would do whatever he was told. And so they got him in and it worked out well for them. Mm-hmm. Trump came along and everyone sat around and said, this is a dude who is, God help us, even dumber than GW. We can totally take this guy and mold him, and sure, maybe he's gonna be a fucking asshole, and we're not gonna wanna deal with him, but he'll get our agenda done, right? Mm -hmm. And they tried to push him in that direction, and they realized that he was too stupid to be handled by them. Okay. Uh, you know, A, he's, he was already being handled. Um, B, uh, he, he was too stupid to keep his mouth shut and do what they needed him to. So instead, uh, you know, they, they started looking to, 
well, he's an idiot, and as long as he's an idiot and he's being inflammatory and uh, causing a distraction every three seconds, uh, we can go ahead and pass whatever fucking legislation we want, and it's not going to matter because everyone is too busy trying to deal with this chuckle fuck uh, to focus on anything important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we're here. Yep. Meanwhile, uh, the powers that actually put him in office, uh, their goal isn't as nefarious as take over America, right? They don't want to take over America because, again, what do we have other than, like, you know, a claim to the world's highest obesity rate? We've got nothing to fucking offer the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one, you know, they don't want to take us over. Russia doesn't want to take over America. Uh, they just want us destabilized and chasing after this fucking idiot so that they can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And yep. literally the whole world right now is fighting between, look, we've got to deal with the shit that Putin's doing and the shit that North Korea's doing and whatever, the shit that China's doing. And holy shit, what the fuck is going on in America? Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yep. Because now, just add us to the list. Now it's oh, and the shit that America's doing. Right. I mean, it's, and it's, it's a simple plan. It's a simple plan led by greed uh, and and capped off with stupidity uh, that's been weaponized. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is where we find the Republican Party today. Weaponized stupidity. Yeah. I mean... And and not even I mean ignoring Trump, you know. Look at Matt Gates and tell me that's not weaponized stupidity. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a real positive and uplifting show that we do here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I don't okay. all. All I'm saying is anyone who ever told you that ignorance is bliss never met a Republican in 2020. Mm 